What's up, you absolute sickos? I am your host, Rick Jimenez, aging ball of energy, frontman from Extinction AD, certified personal training taskmaster for Ironhawk Training, and too used to complaining voice from the Stiff Shots podcast. Welcome to Thrasher's Slashers on the Road to WrestleMania for another edition of the Director's Slash. We're broadcasting from Huntington, New York, and Stillwater Township, New Jersey, directly from the Graceful June Farm. And today I'm joined by returning guest, one of my esteemed four horsemen and career farmer, Tim Delaney. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, I am psyched to have you back. Your first appearance on the 1991 edition was one of the most well-received episodes back in the day. So here we are again. That makes me so happy. As always with these editions of the show, I never have any idea what to expect, and we're going to have a good time with this. The concept of the director's slash, Tim is taking a character from a film and scripting a spinoff based around them. We're going to get to the meat and potatoes of it eventually, but you chose a character who is actually less of a character in the traditional sense and essentially a subject of documentation in Mike Modest from the documentary film Beyond the Mat. So let's talk a little bit about this movie first. I know I saw this for the first time at your house. Was that your first watch of this too? Oh, absolutely not. I saw this in the theater. I made my girlfriend in college go to like a 10 a.m. movie on a Saturday morning to go see it. And I was so amped up to go see it that we got there at like nine (laughs) o'clock. And we went to go into the theater to watch it. But I guess there was a showing before that. And it was like 15 minutes left. And I immediately had to run out of the theater because I didn't want to see anything and like ruin it. Was that in Iona? Yeah, when I was in college. So I I went with woman. (laughs) Let's exclude the modest portion from consideration. And this is going to be the hardest question you probably get all month. What are your favorite three scenes from Beyond the Mat? Oh, God. It has to be, obviously, uh, Jake the Snake's dad, Grizzly Smith, pounding a rock for no reason. (laughs) I I watched this movie again last night, even though I've seen it a hundred times. And, like, really trying to dig in, like, why is he doing that? And I have zero reason because jake is also just picking up leaves and moving them about a foot which obviously they're just gonna blow all over the yard like styrofoam in real world too (laughs) i also love that grizzly smith is dressed in like business attire while he's breaking that rock oh absolutely you know like that's what he puts on every day okay number two oh god oh man number two probably has to be new jack doing the uh what is that, like a screen call or what do you call that? Like the screen reading audition deal. Yeah, just because those two people are excited to be in a movie and they're trying to be all normal and nice and it just comes off so like pretentious and stupid. And plus New Jack is just terrible at it. <laughs> he is so shitty and they are so uncomfortable. The combination of them being uncomfortable with New Jack, New Jack being so bad and them being so excited about being on TV. Absolutely. My third one has to be Dennis Stamp. <laughs> how, how ridiculous is that whole thing? I, I, I never know when my next match is going to be. And like totally serious. I, I used to see the old guys in the back. I know it happens. Do you think he actually had plans to do something instead of not refereeing me and Brett? Oh, hell no. Hell no. That dude, everything... <laughs> 
everything with Dennis Stamp is so funny in that movie, jumping on the trampoline, <laughs> doing jumping jacks with fucking like, five pound dumbbells. <laughs> and then at one point he's like, you cost me $134. For what? I, I want to know so bad. <laughs> Remember the fucking sign we made and brought to a show, referee me and Brett? <laughs> Absolutely. Why wouldn't you make that sign? But that whole thing is just like ridiculous. Uh, this entire episode is going to be just yell laughing into the microphone. That's fine. Mick Foley's also in Beyond the Mat. Remember the other sign we made? Sorry, Mick, with the baseball. <laughs> oh, man. I felt, so, I felt so uncomfortable seeing uh, little Noel Foley. It was just weird. Knowing what she has become. I also, I love Colette Foley. I think she's the coolest. Remember how she got crazy on that Foley show where she's, like, spending thousands of dollars on doll clothing? Yeah, I think a lot of that show was fake because I think, like, they were living in a rental house in Gordon City, which I don't think was their real house by any means. If it's on TV, it's definitely real. Absolutely, you're right. TV and the internet, everything is real. The movie is just so good, I, I could go on for hours. Yeah, it was groundbreaking at the time, too. It was the biggest look behind the wrestling curtain ever at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I said to my wife. I was like, this movie was such a big deal because nothing like this at the time had ever been done, like, let alone be on, you know, the motion picture screen. Okay, we've exited the boardroom and got the advance to get this film rolling. But before we move to production, let's produce some fucking energy because it's time. My favorite part of any day is when I get to crack this can. I'm drinking the 16-ounce Monster Rehab Tea Lemonade. Traditional. Two weeks in a row. What kind of farm beverage do you have? Oh, I have anything but a farm beverage. I'm drinking a Mexican Fanta from the glass bottle. Do you stand behind soda in a glass bottle destroying soda in a can? Oh, absolutely. Plus, Mexican soda is superior to anything that is made in the United States. Well, Mexicans do it better. Remember that shirt Madonna had in that video? Oh, I do. Plus, I mean, they're smart enough to use real sugar instead of any nonsense that they create in a lab like us dumb Americans. We do a lot of dumb shit. We do. We're about to do some really cool shit. The entertainment world is ready. The sports world is buzzing. The sports entertainment world already added you to its Connecticut shit list. And the internet wrestling fans are clamoring for the first sneak peek of info that only Dave Meltzer knows besides us. What is the title of this movie? Not Modest, the unauthorized, barely true story of pro wrestler Mike Modest. (laughs) (laughs) I would have put money on this movie being titled Modest is Ready. And I am so glad that you took a left turn and came up with something even better. Oh, this movie is full of left turns. <laughs> and, a, and a couple of Yui's. <laughs> so Modest was the indie journeyman attempting to hit it big and beyond the mat as his real life was documented. Is this another documentary, a biopic, a drama? Where does this fall as far as the genre and the section it's going to be in on IMDb? Oh, man, I guess it's kind of a biopic, but I could also see it being like a mockumentary because it's just ridiculous. It also 
let me preface this with like I really don't know outside of Beyond the Mat, I don't know much about Mike Modest's career. And I was like, oh, I should look into that. And then I decided, no, I, I don't want to look into that because it'll make it more funny. <laughs> okay, still don't want to know anything about the plot yet. But is this something that would have been released soon after Beyond the Mat? Or is this a modern release in 2021? Oh, no. So this was released like shortly after Beyond the Mat, but it never made it anywhere. And then a pandemic hit and there was not enough content. So Amazon Prime just buried it in their content. So it's like found footage that is now going to air on Amazon Prime. Basically, I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like if you if you were to search, you wanted to watch like Cards Subject to Change, this would come up as like, you may also like this movie. Okay. But, you, but you've never heard of it before? So it never got a big premiere, but it is somewhere in the annals of Amazon Prime. Absolutely. Okay, now that this has surfaced on Amazon Prime, but it hasn't got a specific release, we're considering this archived footage. What is the tagline for this movie? Oh, it's absolutely Modest is Ready. <laughs> it's now out and about. There we go. Let's keep the promo and anticipation going for this before we dive into the director's slash of it all. The big question, who is playing Mike Modest? Oh, absolutely Kevin James. <laughs> he he wanted, this is he wanted like late 90s, little, early 2000s, Kevin James? Yeah, he wanted to do something a little more serious. <laughs> I mean, he, he worked out and got kind of cut, too. We're still in the promotional phase. We're still building hype. Who are the two other big names attached to this film that are making their way into the trailers? Oh, uh, Jeff Garland. He plays uh, Roland Alexander. <laughs> and then uh, the Olsen twins because both of them have to be in it because it's contractual. They play the part of the weird Jake the Snake girl. <laughs> the one that writes Mr. DDT on her stomach? Yeah, and gets to go in the ring and hold the snake. <laughs> but it's both of them like they're children still. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so both Olsen twins have to share the role. So this is a pretty high-level cast. Oh, yeah. Go big or go home, even though it's a terrible movie. Beyond the Mat had some WWF entrance themes, some classic music like Stand By Me. What's the scoring for this movie looking like? I forgot that there was like they used like a couple of big songs in the movie. Jim Johnson. Isn't that the guy who did the music for uh, WWE? <laughs> Fucking Jim Johnston from WWF did the scoring. <laughs> he also later makes an appearance in the movie. So Jim Johnston from WWF did the scoring for the movie and makes an appearance. Why, he appeared in Beyond the Mad also. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, it's a callback. Okay, we talked score, but soundtrack. What's the main single attached to this movie that's carrying the weight of the soundtrack or possibly the Spotify playlist? I'm going to go with Murder Was the Case. <laughs> and oh, my God. I, I can't wait to see how that works into it later on. <laughs> you'll, you'll see later. How I'm going to edit out all this laughing, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Just leave it in. 
Well, promotion for the movie is complete, but some shameless promotion on my end never stops. We're creeping closer and closer to the return of live crowds and all its metal mayhem for Extinction AD, as we'll be at Amityville Music Hall on Long Island, July 25th, McGarvey's in Altoona, Pennsylvania, with Bushido Code, August 7th, Full Terror Assault Fest with Exodus and MOD, September 10th, and fucking around September 12th, 13th, and 14th for a few shows with Plague Years from Michigan. More to come, but man, that's a lot of sick shit for now. From sick shit to the healthiest shit, Iron Hulk Training! Is everyone in the entire world stop for either one-on-one -on -one personal training sessions done the right way for you if you're in the Long Island or New York City area, or remote coaching and personalized workout write-ups for everyone else? Hit me up at Iron Hulk Training on Instagram or Facebook and let's get you to your goals in a safe and efficient way. If you're feeling unsafe and inefficient, every Friday, the Stiff Shots podcast is screaming about everything in the world of pro wrestling on all streaming platforms and making sure everyone knows exactly what is cool as hell and dumb as fuck between the ropes and on the sheets. And if that's not enough plugs for you, get ready to receive a PhD in advertisementology with this word from an absolute astute sponsor, as. DTFM Vinyl Distro is a record store that specializes in underground music such as punk, metal, hardcore, ska, oi, and more. Shop in person in Fargo, North Dakota, Monday through Saturday, or shop online 24-7 at DTFMVinylDistro.com. Follow DTFM on Instagram at DTFMVinyl and on Facebook at DTFMVinylDistro. DTFM Vinyl, where the policy is death to false metal. The backstage warm-ups are done, the music is hitting, and we're about to make our way through the curtain and make that long walk down the aisle to the ring, which is in fact the movie premiere. Tell the entire world about Not Modest, the unauthorized, barely true story of pro wrestler Mike Modest. All right, so the movie starts kind of Rocky Five style, where it, it goes back to when Modest is having the tryout with WWE with Tony Jones. They show that scene... And that scene kind of ends with Roland Alexander just saying, Modest is ready. And it kind of does that thing where it's, Modest is ready. Modest is ready. And that's all <laughs> That's all Mike Modest hears. And then it cuts to like current day time. And it's, you know, Modest wrestling in different indie uh, promotions and telling people that he's going to get the call up to WWE. From there, time goes by, but nothing's happening. So... Of course, Modest goes to the gym and he goes to confront uh, Roland about the tryout. And as he's in the gym, he starts to look around and realize that there's nothing in the gym, that everything is gone because the gym had to shut down. He then goes to his room and realizes his room is empty. And it's just that that real like down and out moment where everything's starting to fall apart. And then the next thing that happens, is he gets fired from his job at the funeral home. <laughs> So, so now he's he's really at rock bottom. He has no place to live. APW is no more. And he's kind of starting to think that Roland screwed him. So from there on, now he's just out in the streets drinking and, and, <laughs> and wandering around. And then he, he comes across his old favorite bar that was called the Turnbuckle. <laughs> where it's, and it's where he used to hang out. And they, they had his memorabilia on the wall. And he walks in and he kind of barely sees his stuff anymore. Like there's not really a presence of him at that bar like it used to be because he was like the local hero. 
And but then he also starts to realize that like there's only dudes in the bar. He's looking around. He doesn't see any women. And then he sees Pat Patterson and Roland Alexander sitting at a table in the back of the bar. He goes up to Roland and Pat Patterson and says hello. He kind of notices that they're like holding hands a little bit. Roland Alexander excuses himself from the table. And Pat Patterson starts to tell uh, Mike Modest that the only reason he got the tryout was because him and Roland Alexander had a thing. <laughs> of course, you know, this sends Mike Modest over the edge and he just keeps he keeps drinking. And then eventually there's a new scene and he's just like passed out in a bed somewhere. Remember in Beyond the Mound, he's in that bed naked and the sheet is wrapped around him for no reason with that cat with the cat it's it's kind of that all over again but the phone rings he kind of wakes up and answers the phone and it's barry blaustein <laughs> and the director of beyond the mat the, the director of beyond the mat and he he calls him and he says that he's putting something together in amarillo texas called beyond con it's a convention about the movie beyond the mat i would go to that yeah, I, I thought Beyond Con sounded cool. So he gets all excited and he thinks like things are going to now pick up because he's going to get to go to this big convention. So he flies down to Amarillo, Texas, and he goes to that weird fairgrounds where Terry Funk has his last match. <laughs> that that's that's where it's being that's where it's being held. But when Modest gets there, he's thinking like. Jake the Snake's going to be there and Mick Foley's going to be there. But he gets there and like the only people that are there are Jake's daughter, Dewey Foley, that dude Tony that he wrestled in the uh, in the tryout match. <laughs> the, the two casting agents, uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny Zucker's there, who I, I'm pretty sure I'd have to double check. I think he became like – he like created or was the producer of Modern Family. <laughs> Modest family. Modest family. And like Terry Terry Funk's daughter's there, but he's not even there because even though he lives in Amarillo and Jim Johnson is there also. And Jake, the, the Jake, the snake girl is there. The one played by the Olsen twins. Yeah. The one that's played <laughs> by the Olsen twins. She might become a truck driver, have a couple of husbands. So then Modest is like looking around like, what the heck? It's just like another like, oh man, my life sucks moment. But then all of a sudden, New Jack walks in, who is played by Denzel Washington. <laughs> so, like, nobody shows up to this convention. It's like a total wash. The convention's over, and New Jack and Mike Modest are sitting at a hotel bar. It's like some shitty hotel bar. The Jake the Snake Girl walks over to them. They start to talk and then she starts talking about how she's dating this indie wrestler, but he like beats the shit out of her all the time because he's a piece of trash. New Jack, because he's like kind of into her. He's like, you know, I can do something about that. And then it pans to him looking at the camera and he goes, it will be justifiable. referring to the several justifiable homicides New Jack has as explored in Beyond the Met. Music starts playing, and Mike Modest, the Jake the Snake Girl, and New Jack start, like, talking. And then next thing you know, they end up at an, another indie wrestling show, and it's Modest, New Jack, the Jake the Snake Girl, and her boyfriend, who is played by The Miz. <laughs> 
So, uh, New Jack, Modest, and Jake the Snake Girl. I wish I like knew her name. I mean, hey, I let's, went, let's give her her name now. We should. I actually went down a rabbit hole one night of trying to find her on the internet because <laughs> everything dumb is on the internet, and I got absolutely nowhere. I was hoping for like a where are they now kind of thing, and I couldn't find anything. Let's let's name her Claire. Okay, Claire. Claire. So the, the now named Claire, they're all at this indie show. So Modest and New Jack are talking, and then New Jack goes, you know what? I'm going to go all mesh transit on his ass. So the match starts, and New Jack is in with the Miz character, and they're wrestling, and he pulls out the surgical scalpel and just starts cutting the shit out of him. And the Miz is supposed to win the match, but New Jack doesn't give a fuck. So he pins him, and the match is over. And the Miz's character is all pissed off and angry, but he's covered in blood, and he's all jacked up. He goes back into the locker room. He goes into the shower to clean off. And that's where Mike Modest is. And then Mike Modest strangles him to death. <laughs> the wrestling show is over. And this guy is just laying dead in the shower. And Modest, New Jack, and Claire are walking out of the arena. And they go, you know, I bet you there are more victims of domestic violence that could need help. And we could justifiably do it. And then the movie's over. <laughs> It leaves an opening for a sequel where they become these domestic violence superheroes. What a fucking turn. I didn't see that coming. I, <laughs> I don't think anybody could have ever seen that going that way. <laughs> it's my messed up mind. So Not Modest, the unauthorized, barely true story of pro wrestler Mike Modest starts off as a down and out sequel to Beyond the Mat with struggling journeyman wrestler Mike Modest and turns into an anti-hero, vigilante, justifiable homicide team-up movie with New Jack. (laughs) Played by Denzel Washington. And Claire, played by the Olsen twins. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, man. That is way, way more insane than I ever thought it was going to be. (laughs) I started thinking about it as more of like a funny like comedy. And then somewhere in my head, I came up with this sick plot twist of New Jack coming out and killing people. (laughs) We have an all-star cast. We have throwbacks to Roland Alexander, Jim Johnston, Tony Jones. Pat Patterson is played by Ross Matthews. I wanted to say Rip Taylor. (laughs) But then I remembered he's he's dead. But then I also felt like that doesn't matter. No, nothing matters in this scenario. Nothing else matters is. How this movie is just buried on Amazon Prime and not trending is a complete mystery. But if it would have come out at the beginning of the pandemic, this would have been the hot movie instead of Tiger King. Oh, absolutely. Not just an expert director, but also a career farmer now. Where can everyone find you and Graceful June across the internet? Oh, you can find us at Graceful June Farm on Instagram, on Facebook, and we just kind of started to open up an Etsy shop. 
It doesn't really have much on it right now, but that's going to be growing in the next few weeks. Find me on all platforms at Rick as Hell, my band at Extinction AD, and the podcast on Instagram at Thrash Slash Mania Pod and Twitter at Mania Pod. Want to leave a five-star rating and review of the show on iTunes? Excellent. I will absolutely appreciate it. Don't want to? Fine with me, because I already assumed you were a lazy coward. Want me to take that back? Go to the Extinction AD YouTube channel as soon as this show is over and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode of our brand new show, It's Go Time, You Asshole. In two weeks, we're back with the Thrasher, Slasher, and Road to WrestleMania format, where I'll be joined by someone that I think really rocks houses, and we'll be talking about only the coolest shit anyone has ever heard. So until then, stay safe, lift weights, chug a Red Bull, bang your head, and never don't kick ass. Never don't get arrested for murder at an indie show in Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> You've been listening to the Stiff Shots Podcast Network. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>